Why do you overhit slow balls? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, don't forget to sign up for my 2020 Adult Tennis Lesson Series right here in the heart of Miami in Coconut Grove. I've got Monday Night Intermediate and Tuesday Night Novice Class. Both sessions start at 7.30 p.m. All you got to do is log on to BackhandCity.com and click on the Tennis Registration link to reserve your spot in class. Well, today's topic, why do you overhit slow balls? Now, I know it probably seems very self-evident, but let's define what a slow ball is and the following scenarios where you would see a slow ball. Number one scenario, you would see it in a lob. Number two, you would see it in a transition ball where you're moving from the net, from the baseline to the net, or you're at the net and you're being lobbed and you need to retrieve it back by the baseline. It can also come up on a sitter. Let's say you're at perfect position at the net and doubles, and you have a sitter volley. And finally, these shots come up a lot when you're playing a pusher, defined as someone who never hits the ball with any pace. Now, I think one of the things that happens with slow balls is it reveals the inefficiency in our technique. In other words, how good are your strokes? Because it can be easier to hit a ball that has pace on it because you don't really have to do as much thinking. A lot of times, if people are just hitting it into your zone, you just use your reactions and propel it back towards your opponent. A slow ball makes you think. It reveals some of the inefficiencies in your swing. And I think a lot of people do improper positioning as they're approaching the bounce of this ball. And they also have poor movement. You need really good movement when you're hitting a slow ball. A lot of times the way you position your feet and how you position your feet is super important because in a slow ball you need to provide as much leverage as possible to transfer power into that slow ball. And your feet are a big part of pushing off the ground to create that leverage. A lot of times people are a little overhyped on this ball, especially at the contact point. I find a lot of times people are meeting the ball a little bit too high, where if they were a little more patient, let it drop in their zone, some technical flaws could get fixed. I.e., the racket face tends to open up the higher the bounce, which causes the ball to sail long. And finally, the most important thing here on these slow balls is racket face awareness. Depending what you're trying to do with the ball, your racket face awareness at contact is crucial. So when you're doing this, you just need to practice slow balls. And a lot of times I work it into players' warm-ups. That's one of the reasons we hit with the red and orange balls. Those balls naturally move more slower. You have to take fuller swings, and you get to practice hitting slow balls. Now, a lot of people fear, hey, if I hit with the orange ball, 
is that going to screw up my regular game when I hit with a traditional yellow ball? Then the answer is no. They're the fundamentals of learning tennis, the red and orange. It's like saying, for instance, hey, if I get really good at arithmetic, is that going to screw up my algebra? Of course not. The better your arithmetic, multiplication, and division, the easier your algebra will become. Now, one other thing you got to think about, too, is a lot of people have mental issues with playing pushers or hitting slow balls. They get impatient. So the biggest thing I can tell you mentally when you're dealing with this shot is slow down. Don't overhit. Now, when I mean slow down, I mean slow down your thought process. When I'm talking about physically with technique, you actually have to activate your technique, especially your feet, to generate the inertia to approach the slow ball with the proper respect and technique so you can generate the power. Because the real problem with the slow ball is you got to provide all the energy to it because it has no energy. That's why it's frustrating. So I think when you're thinking about slow balls, whether it's lobs, transition balls, sitters, or you're playing a pusher, is take your time, practice these shots, and really focus on the contact point and how you're approaching the ball. And of course, if you have any questions about this, I'm going to solve this in the future when I'm developing my online course. And of course, you can take a private tennis lesson with me as well if you live here in the city of Miami. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to log on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each morning with a fresh episode. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push.